0: You're listening to the Junto Podcast, a podcast about leadership, faith, community, and pretty much anything else that you want to talk about. Visit us at www.juntopodcast.com. That's J U N T O podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Ten psychological phenomena that you may have heard about uh, but don't know a lot about and Uh, Interestingly enough, I was reading uh, online of all places the other day and ran across this article, and I thought it might be a good topic for us to talk about on the Junto podcast, 10 psychological phenomena we might have experienced but never really heard about. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. Do you want me to read the definition so they know what we're talking about?
0: that would be 100%. So
1: these psychological phenomena, they are defined as brain tricks that defy scientific explanation. Scientific explanation,
0: correct,
1: and remain a mystery to all. Mm,
0: interesting. So they're defined as brain, brain, brain tricks. tricks, brain tricks, tricks That's of the brain, tricks of the brain, mm-hmm. brain tricks, and/or tricks of the brain. Tricks and treats. Yeah. Uh, we're always uh, trying to find interesting things things that might elevate our thinking juto podcast is about uh, you know leadership community thoughts uh, expression and I thought this was cool and in that vein or in that nature with with expansion of the mind on the mind uh, I thought this would be cool to talk about so uh, if you have done this or, you, as we read Experience these, yes, yeah, if you've experienced this, let us know in the comments. Definitely want to hear from you uh, because I could tell you the first one I have a hundred. I think I've done all of
1: them. Well, I, yeah, mostly.
0: Yeah, I, I, some of them resonated a little bit more than others, and you can find this. This is actually from unbelievable-facts.com. Uh, Again, that's unbelievable-facts.com, so we'll be sure and reference it. Uh, So the first Mm -hmm. psychological phenomenon and what really caught my brain and and sparked this uh, thing in the first place was, as I was reading, the first one says phantom vibration syndrome, phantom vibration Mm -hmm. syndrome. Now, you might be thinking, uh, just hearing that, you you don't know what that is. Well, let me explain, and then I think you're going to say, wow, that's happened to me. So this is when a perception in which one experiences their mobile phone vibrating or ringing when it is not ringing. Now get Mm -hmm. this, a whopping 89% of people have experienced this syndrome. Wow, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, I have. I know I have. And a lot of times, well, I like to wear blue jeans and even if it's some other type of um, pants, whatever, I put my phone in my back pocket. And so that's where I have experienced, like, is my phone, is it vibrating? Yeah, no. yeah. And it's like, it's it's not. And I may not even have my phone in my pocket when I've experienced it, which is the craziest thing. Yeah. So.
0: That's crazy. And to expound on that, um, according to a study by researcher Michelle Druin... Nine out of ten undergraduate students at our college experience these phantom vibrations. Research suggests that this syndrome arises due to (gasps) over-involvement with one's Mm. mobile phone. And here, get this, check this out. Mm. The vibrations uh, begin to manifest themselves within a month after the person possesses a phone. It is suggested that the cerebral cortex confuses or misinterprets other sensory inputs. Uh, And it's basically saying uh, that it begins to contract the muscle and other stimuli as if the the phone... That is so weird. And it's so, like, where do there. you
1: carry your phone? What, like your side pocket? Uh,
0: you know, I, yeah, my so front pocket. So is that mostly generally. where you've
1: experienced it then?
0: Yes, 100%. That is so strange. It is weird. Like, in it, yeah. you feel that little vibration yeah, kind of yeah. just happening in your pocket or whatever. That's weird. It's weird.
1: Some people may like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> edit that.
0: No. Yeah. Well, I edit that one out. Uh, what I, I think. What, yeah, that's weird. It is weird. I think what's interesting uh, about these to me is just um, the power of the brain, the power of the mind. Yeah. It is just unbelievable what I don't know what the mind can do. And uh, man, this just goes to show. Well,
1: that, and it says that they, though they don't cause any harm, they can be stopped. So. If if you're experiencing it and you're like, this is weird, I don't like it, there's there's a way to, uh, to in. stop it. How do you stop that? Um, turn the device off from the vibration mode. Ah. Instead, use your audible ringtone. Because then the muscles, you know, they lose that trick, that memory, wow. muscle memory yeah. type thing. Easy enough, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, then your phone's ringing and going off every time you get a text or true, an email or whatever. True, For us folks who work with our phones, don't, you know, probably go off. All day throughout yeah. the day, so you may not have that option, especially if you're working in an office with other people. Yeah, or true. so, but you could when you get home. You know, I don't know if if that would work. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. y'all can try that out on your own. I don't know.
0: Yeah, funny stuff. But so, yeah, number two. Number two. You read number two for Okay.
1: Us. And um, I've definitely this. Yeah. Oh, this, this is hitting this home. Is Event boundary. This occurs when we sometimes tend to forget what we needed when we enter a room because of a phenomenon called event boundary. Wow. I do that all the time.
0: Yeah, that's wild. You walk into
1: a room and you're like, why did I come in here in the first place? What am I doing? So, yeah.
0: okay. So, and I'm sure this is going to unpack it, but mm-hmm. event boundary, is it because we what well, walked into...
1: You did something, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's weird. I'm yeah. just I'm trying to wrap my mind around why does that happen? Is because we, is it because we were thinking along the way? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> your brain is obviously doing something because you're walking yeah. and you're going in a direction of a specific place, so you're thinking of that specific place. So then maybe you forget what you go for. But he's uh, this scientist here did these experiments. He was able to determine that passing through a door to a new room results in people forgetting what object they had just. Carried into that Whoa. new room, passing
0: through the door into a new room,
1: says it has been attributed to an increased error rate in responding and termed as event boundary. The human brain segregates events and associates them to certain environments or a place where they occurred.
0: That, wow!
1: Brain is so fascinating.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, uh, gosh, just just to goes to show you the power of the brain yeah. and then thinking and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how things... It's just like
1: l- a filing system in our brain. You know, stuff gets put in different places and, I don't know, sometimes you can't retrieve, <laughs> retrieve them at the moment that you need to.
0: Right. But and they're in there. What's crazy is, though, with the brain, think about it, it's the command center. So the mm-hmm. brain is doing a million different things right. at one time. One time. Like it's sending signals to your legs mm-hmm. to walk. walk. You know, you're walking into another mm-hmm. room. And who knows? Don't I don't know. It it's beyond wall. me.
1: Continue to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. Your
0: heart is still beating. Yeah. You know, oxygen. Yeah. All of these things. But it
1: says you can overcome this by mumbling the task as you move from one room to the other.
0: I'm getting my keys. I'm getting my keys. <laughs> right. I'm getting my keys. I'm getting I mean, my keys. Right. Like <laughs>
1: Really? I mean, yeah.
0: Oh, my I'm going to have to try that. That's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, this yeah. might be something that uh is useful for you. It's useful <laughs>
1: for me. I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If I can
1: remember to mumble
0: what I'm right. supposed to do. That's the thing. Like <laughs> That's it, it's uh, It's almost like using a, a calendar or an organizer for yeah, me. Yeah, uh, I, I wish so desperately that I was that kind of guy. But the thing is, I'll write it down and then mm-hmm. I'll forget to look in there or look on my calendar, pull yeah. it up on my phone. So it's like, so oh set my gosh.
1: you an alert.
0: I know, but at
1: like whatever time you get to work,
0: I'm good at ignoring alerts too. That's wrong with at me. Phone.
1: Look at phone, look at phone,
0: <laughs> right? right. Look, or
1: look at your calendar. I mean.
0: <laughs> check the calendar. Oh, I want I yes. do that. Check the calendar, check the
1: calendar. Check That's check funny. Gotcha. All yeah. right,
0: number three, uh, and and maybe that's uh, number one and two have resonated with you. Cool stuff. Oh yeah, cool stuff here. Uh, number three, it's called the spotlight effect, and the spotlight effect is a phenomenon that makes people significantly overestimate how noticeable their embarrassing behaviors are to others.
1: Yeah, I didn't under. I was confused by that title until I read further Okay. of how, what it meant. Do you want me to elaborate? I
0: do, I do. Let me finish reading okay, this. It says, this effect occurs due to cognitive bias. So first, before you explain that, uh, and and I didn't want to go too in-depth uh, rereading these because I like my reaction sometimes just to be raw as, as I'm recording the podcast. So my mind instantly went to, if you've ever done a Zoom meeting uh, I think it's Zoom. It's got that spotlight feature where you can just make one person's face big. That's instantly uh, what I thought of. Uh, but it's, yeah. it's crazy. And I can see this. Uh, significantly overestimate how noticeable their embarrassing behaviors are to others. Yeah. Expound on that for us.
1: So I, did, I was trying to break it all down in my head, but I didn't really understand. So it says, you ever walked into a room and felt like everyone is watching and Eesh. judging you. If you felt that way, you've experienced the spotlight effect.
0: Interesting. Yes,
1: that's why I wanted to read that, because I was thinking something different. I was thinking that it was like, you know, when you're around people, I don't know. And if you're, let's say for me, if you're always late getting somewhere, which I'm not always, I'm just saying like if I was, that I would say, oh, I'm always late, I'm always late. Like I would spotlight stuff that I think is embarrassing of myself or something, but that's not what that means. It's no, perceiving it's seeing that people are.
0: That's it. It's your watching, perception, looking, of, right. judging you exactly.
1: So that's what that means.
0: That's happened to me. Yeah, but for different reasons, I guess. Right. Like I got these weird quirks and ticks. Like sometimes I'll do my neck, mm-hmm. or uh, got this thing with my eyes. I think. I think most people probably have something that is noticeable. Everybody to has you. something, yeah. yeah, but not so much others. Right. Um, so yeah, I get that. Or it could be a personal. Uh, Thing like maybe you don't like your teeth or maybe you don't, and you feel mm-hmm. like everybody's just zoned mm-hmm. in because mm-hmm. you're so aware of that f- thing that you don't like about yourself that you automatically think everybody else is going to be that zoned in, right? On and that. they're not, right? And so yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah, wow. me too.
1: I think everybody probably can.
0: So far, I I'm three we, out of three. I got yeah. Of all three I think of these. we
1: all, like I said, we we know ourselves. We know our. Works and weirdnesses, uh, and others may not. oops, sorry about that. Others may not notice it, but we do for sure. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so yeah. So that is the spotlight effect. Um, let me see.
1: It says we can also, sorry, overestimate yeah. the extent to which their perceptions are considered to be accurate and accepted by others. Wow. There's a way to overcome this. An individual can focus their attention on others rather than feeling. Conscious about themselves.
0: Yeah. And I like this. Check this out. This is this is interesting. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, this happens because the concerned individual suffers from egocentric bias, which is a tendency to include other people's viewpoints into their own thought processes. So what does that mean? That means essentially that the way I formulate a thought is based on how I believe other people are going to view that mm. or interpret that. So then I mm-hmm. make decisions. I factor in their viewpoints into my own thoughts. And it's just,
1: wow. Is that viewpoints that we perceive to be? Or is it yeah. ones that we know to be? So maybe even what we, th- how we think someone is going to perceive how it we think. That's or it. view it, that's, that's it. how we formulate our own That's it. way of projecting it. Ooh, that's yeah. a lot to think about. You, but we do that naturally and automatically. We just don't know what we're doing. Yeah. I, I man, think. I
0: could see that. You begin to think, yeah. oh, they're all going to laugh at me, or they're all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's taking in someone else's, mm-hmm. e- even if that's not their real thought. We think that that's. Right.
1: It's our perception of what. Yeah. yeah. Whoa.
0: Whoa. 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 Yeah.
1: That's deep stuff, Crazy. man. Kay. All right. Number, number four. four. Tell us about that one. Earworm. So, this is where a catchy piece of music continually repeats through a person's mind after it is no longer playing. I do that at night when I'm laying in the bed, and I'll just over and over in my, like, not thinking of anything else, but I'm thinking of this song or this one part of a song. And then I can wake up the next morning and continue it. And it drives me crazy. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Yes. You think about it at night, and then you wake up to it.
1: Right. And I'm like, really? Like, stop. I'm like, stop, Heather, stop. Yeah, Dude, that's weird.
0: That is wild. I don't know but You why. don't dream about I, it, I need you? to read
1: more about this. I, I don't know, maybe.
0: Well, check this out. So um, this is called uh, a psychological phenomenon called earworm, and it says these are a common phenomenon, an example of spontaneous cognition. According to researchers, earworms are usually faster tunes with generic lyrics uh, and then catchy tunes. It says, moreover, these songs can be also be associated with a memory mm. uh-uh. or characteristics that set them apart from others. These mm-hmm. earworms are commonly triggered by experiences or involuntary memories.
1: Get this. Okay. According to research, 98% of individuals experience earworms with women experiencing it more often oh. and longer than men. Wow. I believe it. Dang. I believe it. I don't know why. That's crazy. Yeah, I got some earworms
0: out there. And
1: look, they have a list of common examples of Stop. earworms. Should I read see. them? Yeah. Bad Romance.
0: Lady Gaga.
1: Alejandro.
0: <laughs> Poker oh Face. God.
1: Journeys Don't Stop Believing.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, my God. California Girls, Katy Perry. That's funny. Wow. wow. Jinx. Jinx, double jinx. Double jinx, triple jinx. Um, That's crazy. But yep, I'm there. I'm all for all so far. Goodness. Golly. So what? How do I stop doing this? Does it say?
0: I don't think. <laughs> Tell
1: me the step by step ways to shut it up in my head.
0: This one, you're on your own. Yeah. So these are interesting psychological phenomena. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. Crazy.
0: We we've expressed uh, how I don't know. To me, uh, I I view things on a spiritual realm too. So. To me, the mind is an extension of that of of spirituality almost and the reason I say yeah. that is because there there's so much of our brain and so much we don't know, and even so much of our brain we don't use, so there right. there's more so I associate that to i don't know it's psychological, but for me it's a little bit it's spiritual yeah. too, you know what I'm saying, and we
1: probably won't understand all of it oh
0: until, definitely well, we
1: definitely not you know until yeah um. Number five?
0: Number five. Who read the last one?
1: I think I did. So you do this one.
0: So this is called the frequency illusion, also known as the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. And this phenomenon, this is a phenomenon in which people who have just learned or noticed something start seeing it everywhere.
1: I do that. Like like if you get a new vehicle. I was just going to say that. Everybody's got one all of a sudden. Yeah, Yeah.
0: you've never noticed one before. And then you start seeing a hundred of them (laughs) driving down the road. And Uh, like a lot of times it's even the same color. You're like, are you kidding me? you're like,
1: I've never seen that. I thought mine was the only one. Not.
0: That is a trip. Yes,
1: definitely. So what is this called?
0: It's Well, it's the frequency illusion, or I think probably the proper name is the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Wow. And listen to this. It says uh, Bader-Meinhof is a... Phenomenon where one stumbles upon an obscure piece of information and happen to encounter it often and repeatedly. It is a term similar to synchronicity by invoking a feeling of mild surprise and the occurrence of selective attention. So, yeah, it's basically where you stumble upon something Mm -hmm. new and then you kind of see it everywhere. Yeah. That's definitely happened to me. Oh, yeah. I think one of the most common things is, like you said, that that new vehicle
1: mhm or you get a new dress and you're like say, <laughs> your girls hey just got that dress like really uh, you're at the same event with someone you're like oh, yeah really no i think
0: i think that's happened to me with words too like i you know, at my age, maybe I've never heard a word, mm-hmm. and I'll hear a new word. And then all of a sudden, you hear it I start seeing, hearing it, or I'll yeah. even see it written, and I'm like, <laughs> Somebody will minute. start
1: using it, and you're like, what?
0: Yeah, so it's wild. So yeah. next time that happens, just remember that is the frequency mm-hmm. illusion right. phenomenon that you've just experienced. Yeah, so. that's cool.
1: Read us number six. Okay. Um, semantic satiation?
0: Satiation. Saci- S- is it,
1: is it satiation? I do not know. I'll, le- I'll let you determine that. I think it's that.
0: semantic satiation.
1: Okay, whatever you said. Satiation. This is oh. a phenomenon in which repetition causes a word or phrase to temporarily <laughs> lose meaning for the listener who then perceives the speech as repeated, meaningless sounds. Okay, we got to break this thing down.
0: Is that what you just did when you stumbled upon your words? Yeah, oh. I did.
1: Has it ever happened to you that a perfectly normal word, when being repeated over and over again, suddenly sounds weird and loses its meaning? Huh. Hmm. This may be one.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Let me keep on reading to see if this will... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this phenomenon occurs... Due to prolonged viewing of the word in hearing its active repetition and is termed semantic satiation. It is a psychological phenomenon that refers to the subjective loss of meaning that is a result of prolonged exposure to a word. So I got to say right off the bat that I do not believe I've ever experienced this phenomenon.
1: I need an example.
0: Yeah, it doesn't give one. I need uh, let's examples.
1: See. Reactive inhibition. Where the brain cells fire, increased energy to repeat the word. When you hear, read, or speak a word, your brain does not really listen to its sound. Rather, it spends time translating the sound into an idea. Hmm. hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know if yeah.
0: I've ever, like... I've seen a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it, mm-hmm. I I've, I've, think I've had thoughts where it's like, oh, that's weird, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it's ever lost its actual meaning. Yeah,
1: losing its meaning. Yeah. Does that mean you forget its meaning, or you just don't care anymore about it? <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: You <laughs> know what I mean, Vern? Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Hey, if you've experienced yeah, let us the... Yeah, Yeah, if you've experienced that, Drop it us in know. the stuff. Yeah, comment.
1: Drop it in the lines. All right. Yeah. Read us number eight. Or number
0: seven. Oh, number seven.
1: Reminiscence bump, a phenomenon in which older adults have an increased tendency to recollect memories which occurred from 16 to 25 years of age. Yes. Huh. I even already, like I can remember things when I was little. And you've even made the comment like, wow, I can't believe you remember that and you can't even remember what you did yesterday.
0: (laughs) It's true. Like your short term doesn't exist, but your long term... Pretty good. Thanks. Appreciate Um, that. Yeah, that is interesting. I guess because it
1: leaves such a mark. Because the ages of sixteen to twenty five, I mean, that's really when you're becoming, you know, into adulthood, who you're going to become. Yeah. So maybe those are. um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, let me let me expound on this a little bit. Said there are possible, there are three possible explanations for this phenomenon, such as a cognitive account a narrative or identity account, and a biological or maturational account. So a cognitive account deals with memory that occurs during a period of rapid change followed by a period of stability. The narrative identity account occurs due to a sense of identity that's developing during adolescence. And then uh, the last one is the biological account suggests that genetic fitness improves by having memories that fall within the RENA Reminiscence bump. So yeah, maybe maybe an event or maybe you yeah. you know growth. Yeah,
1: because it goes on to say, refers to a series of culturally important transitional milestones. Mm. So things that ah oh, this happened here, this is when this this happened. You know yeah. So they they leave a pretty big wrinkle. You know our brains get wrinkles every time we learn and do something, memories whatever.
0: Yeah, I can say say that right that I've experienced yeah. this. Yeah, so. This myth, mm-hmm. uh, or it hasn't been busted because it's true. No, oh, it is true. It's true. Yeah, it's like your first true.
1: love, your first car, your first job, yep. first heartbreak. We remember all those things. Yeah. So, Ooh.
0: I'm just glen- glancing, uh, glancing,
1: Glimpsing, glancing. We're glancing <laughs> hey, at this. Listen,
0: <laughs> that is a mix between glimpse <laughs> and glance. Glancing. <laughs> Hey, you can use it uh, but I copy I it. it's copyrighted awesome. so it's so all good glancing. I
1: like it. We're glancing.
0: <laughs> so, so I was glancing at number 8 and oh, this is a number good eight. one. Number 8. This is called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Pretty good. Dunning-Kruger effect. This is a term to explain Why ignorant people tend to boast about their confidence in spite Uh. of being wrong. And wiser people often have doubts Mm. about their knowledge. Some folks could learn from this. That is a trip. Wow. I know everybody listening to this has somebody in mind Uh right now, that ignorant person. Y'all thinking, (laughs) oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness! So at some point in your lives, we might have come across annoying individuals who brag about themselves but are clueless about things, clueless. and possess an inflated ego. Oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> what are you thinking about? Nope,
1: not gonna do it. Nope.
0: <laughs> Keep going. Read us a little more.
1: Okay, so it's a cognitive bias in which incompetent people fail to recognize their incompetence, but rather feel confident thinking about their competitive nature. So they're competitive naturally. And so that, you know, I guess that supersedes their knowledge or their wanting to actually spit facts and just sound like they're spitting facts. (laughs) Absolutely
0: unbelievable. So uh, I teach a a college class and uh, uh, this is similar to a lot of the content Mm -hmm. we cover uh, because everybody knows somebody that's clueless. Amen. Right. All right. Yeah.
1: Which I'm clueless about some things. Sure. So everybody's clueless about something. But that's true. If you know you're clueless about it. Don't pretend like you know all that there is to know. Come
0: on. At least be humble.
1: So what were you going to say about your class?
0: No, yeah, it just reminds me of a conversation I had yeah. with with students. I are talking about self-awareness and all that kind of stuff. So, guys, it pays to be self-aware, I'm just mm, saying.
1: Yeah, self-awareness for yeah. sure.
0: Dunning-Kruger effect.
1: Yeah, also known as illusory superiority. or oh, Superiority where people tend to overestimate their good points in comparison with others. Wow. So just be aware. Be aware. You know.
0: I love it. All yep. right, two more. I hope you've gotten something out of this. We're having fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is just
0: kind of a fun way to be introspective and to at least learn something new about some psychological phenomena. Number nine.
1: Yeah, number nine. Mean World Syndrome phenomenon in which violence related to mass media content makes viewers believe the world is a dangerous place hmm. than it actually is a more dangerous place than it actually is
0: interesting
1: oh we all know that the media hypes everything up for sure right you know uh,
0: yeah this one's interesting uh, mm-hmm. because obviously you can you can see both sides of it i mean it is there there is danger in the world right. But uh, yeah. I can see how absolutely the Mean World syndrome could be a thing. To to the extreme that some people could take it. Now, you know, you got yeah. people that have hyper anxiety issues and things like that. And if you internalize this, mm-hmm. there are people that would never leave their house. Oh yeah. Be honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like definitely. for us, the mean world syndrome probably doesn't affect us, doesn't keep us from living our lives. But I yeah. can imagine folks that
1: are out in the world right. normally on a normal basis. You know, we had we did that one uh podcast talking about uh desensitization and how, you know, we see so much in the media. Even we had talked about someone getting beat, I think, and they were filming yeah. it and yeah, stuff. 100%. So, um I think that that is stuff like that as well. I mean, people can take it different ways, you know. Yeah. You can like the world is complete danger or there's no danger, you know, there's a middle road somewhere there.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's wise. And, but yeah, I could, I could see this. I could see this. Um, you know, we always take it back to to spirituality and our faith, you know, and, and the word says that, uh, we don't have a spirit of fear, but Mm -hmm. a spirit of power, love and sound mind. Mm -hmm. So I know these are psychological phenomena. but when you're talking about uh, psychology and the mind, you have to understand that what's up here will creep into yeah. your heart and it affects everything. So these are fun, but yeah. then we also have to realize and, and recognize the reality of it. So yeah. yeah, if you've experienced that, that is the mean world syndrome. Mm-hmm. And last mm-hmm. but not least, yeah, number 10, this is called the imposter phenomenon. Now this is a phenomenon in which an individual questions their accomplishments and faces anxiety of being exposed as a fraud. Interesting. It's the imposter phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you a little bit more. According to clinical psychologist Jaruan Sakuluku, Mm -hmm. around 70% of people have experienced this syndrome at some point in their life. This syndrome is a pervasive feeling of self-doubt and insecurity. Wow. Interesting. The
1: individuals doubt their accomplishments and experience a persistent feeling of being criticized as a fraud. I think we can all relate to this in some way, regardless of, you know, accomplishments, meaning anything in life. Right. Our jobs, our work, you know, rewards that we've received. Um, I think back to college, you know, I got that degree, but hey, how many classes. (laughs) <laughs> did I, you know, like right. barely pass or um, pass because I uh, was involved and participated?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. Did,
1: I, did I know the information and content? Eh. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know,
1: I mean, come on now. Yeah. And, you know... <sighs>
0: Uh, maybe if you got something to be guilty of, this will probably happen. <laughs> like if right. you cheated your whole way through. But if you just right. tried and didn't, didn't <laughs> have the best grades, hey, at least you yeah. did it on your own right, and right, you right. accomplished it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it goes on to say the reason they might feel like this is because these individuals attribute their success to sheer luck or a mm. result of deceiving others into thinking they are more intelligent Than others. Numerous research has pointed out that the occurrence is increasingly found among high achieving women, but also affects men as well. So, this actually is more prevalent in the ladies. (laughs) Hey, hey. So dumb. (laughs) <laughs> you got it, ladies? You wanted it? You got it. You
1: got it. You wanted it. Wow.
0: <laughs> I'm teasing. Y'all it, don't hate me. I'm just teasing. It
1: says um, that this phenomenon might have stemmed from various factors such as gender stereotypes. So maybe women ha- maybe. feeling like they have to Inadequacy. prove themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, childhood, family dynamics, culture, yeah um, People who experience this tend to showcase symptoms related to depression, anxiety, low self-confidence. yeah, wow.
0: that they, they do give us some tidbits here. The way to overcome this yeah. syndrome is by enjoying what you love rather than obsessing over the worthiness factor, which is always mm. good. So that's
1: biblical too, though, yeah, you know absolutely. Um, like the Bible says we all fall short, yeah, you know, none of us are perfect. None of us achieve anything on our own. Yeah. Right. And you can deal with that.
0: I mean, I can clearly see feelings of inadequacy. (laughs) Inadequacy. Man, I'm coming up with so many new words. I said
1: I had some, too. (laughs) Glancing. (laughs) Temporary.
0: Glancing and inadequacy. (laughs) Inadequacy. (laughs) Inadequacy. Inadequacy. Y'all remember, you heard it here first.
1: I like it. You're going to have to start mumbling your words. Inadequacy. Say inadequacy. inadequacy. Say inadequacy.
0: The thing is, I can see that, you know, you're around professionals yeah, yeah. or, you know, it could mm-hmm. be a number of things. And then you start feeling like, wow, my accomplishments, yeah, uh, you know, just, and gosh, it, it's crazy. But yeah, uh, I think what you said, you can always relate everything back mm-hmm. to the word and humanity and our brokenness. Yep. And,
1: uh, and our perceptions also of other 100%. people. We can look at others and say, oh, wow, they have it all together. They're so smart. They do this. They do that when on the inside they're like oh, i'm overwhelmed i'm you know pulling my hair out but we don't see that yeah so i think that we all need first realize everyone has things that they feel less than or inadequate inadequate <laughs> <laughs> with you know so realizing that i think we can all come together and um help each other out and you know
0: that's right be nice
1: that. like oh my shirt
0: Yep, be kind. Be kind. kind. Exactly. Be kind. You know, uh, you just have to uh, glance at things from a...
1: (laughs) Gotta glance at them.
0: (laughs) I'm going to use that.
1: Glance at it.
0: Yeah. Take a glance. Take a glance. (laughs) Well, good stuff. I appreciate your input. It's it's always... You know, this was just something fun, a conversation starter. Uh, We want to be a podcast where it might uh, cause you to think, open your mind, and always we want to... Always, always encourage you uh, in the Word, in the Lord, and it's good to do these fun things. But did you have any closing psychological phenomena thoughts?
1: No, I liked this because, you know, this is weird stuff that you could go on like, what, What? am I the only one that's weird? Why does this happen to me? Why do I do this? Right. But, you know, everybody's weird. Everybody is weird. Everybody's weird. You
0: heard it here first. Thank you. Hey, thanks for tuning in, guys. Be sure and subscribe. Check us out at juntopodcast.com be blessed, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Junto Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find our link to YouTube and social media at juntopodcast.com. Remember to subscribe, like, and follow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.